0: What's up y'all, you're listening to energy where we own our divine feminine energy and still be on some G shit I am rich, a dope ass auntie that's well read, well fed, and a hip hop head Grandest risings to you all, I've already given thanks to my creator and I had my first blunt of the day um insecure is back all is well in the world at this time i know gas prices are high as shit can't do nothing about it but insecure is back and i for one am ready for yet another emotional roller coaster um if you haven't watched episode one season five stop right here and circle back i've known spoilers to start fights i don't want no smoke Today's episode is all about the ladies of Insecure. We are introducing the new show Queens, um, which can be seen on Fox. And just because it is still spooky season, we are going to be touching briefly on shooting our shot. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I am so ready for Issa's breakthrough. Like I just want sis to be happy at this point. She had that amazing ass block party last season. And turned it into a business. You don't need no damn acronym for the business. <laughs> but as always, her character never shies from awkward moments that leave us at home cringing, but it still kind of births a growth for us. Um, we know that, you know, Issa's got a lot going on emotionally with Molly and Lawrence. It's always Molly and fucking Lawrence. Um, and Lawrence is starting to look like season one when he was riding that couch. Bro looked like all his life he had to fight. And I know it's because of canola oil in that damn baby. But I can't even stunt too hard on Lawrence, though, because, I mean, even though he has fuckboy-isms, I know full and well that once you start getting your life together and start reorganizing relationships according to priority, you're going to get a blast from the past. And for him... Like a few other niggas, it was babies. (laughs) But now it's got Issa in this tough-ass position that a few of us have experienced. Because, you know, you love this man, but here's this baby. And the baby ain't going nowhere. And you know full and well, the complexities are going to grow even wider as the child grows in age. Um, and depending on the mom, the complexities could grow at an even faster rate. So it's a tough decision for Issa, but I feel like she's come to that conclusion that if she wants to move forward, it can't be with Lawrence because that's tough. Like to get your man back, to get your partner back, After all the shit that y'all have been through and y'all finally get to a good place, and boom. Something that just cracks open the fucking foundation. Then my girl got bestie drama. Like, bestie drama takes the cake. Like, who the fuck can I talk to about you and our drama because you're the one I'm having the drama with? Nobody, bitch. I'm out here alone. (laughs) And it's always so, like, nerving because this person has been through the most shit with you. Like, they have seen you at your lowest of low. They have seen you peak. And now you are not on one accord. Like, that is, that's, that's some shit. But, like, all great friendships that actually make it over that hump, um, it's usually on some crazy ass shit. Like, I know I have stories about me not speaking to someone and then boom, a fucking pandemic and now we're besties again. Or, you know, just like Molly and Issa, those niggas got robbed. <laughs> they got fucking robbed together. It forced them into this predicament where they could only relate to one another and it's just reminded them that that's your person. Like, I know we relate our person to being like a romantic relationship, but we got to add the extra weight of friendship because our friends are literally fucking everything. We cry to them over relationship shit. We cry to them over family shit, financial, like... All of that we give to them, but yet somehow there's still tears below romantic relationships. And I don't think that's okay. That's not how I hold my friendships. Like, my dogs are my dogs, and they're gonna get the respect that they deserve. And I know that sound gangster as hell. <laughs> But that's my truth. Like, I really love my friends. And I will go to war for them because they do the exact same fucking thing for me. So when you get those level of friendships that include reciprocity, hold them like gold because they are so, so valuable. Which brings me to Kelly. Kelly's character is literally the glue. Like when Kelly is okay, I feel like the the group rotates better. Um, When Kelly and Tiffany were off, it was like the group didn't know like who to click with because, you know, these two are normally uh, closer friends and these two are normally closer friends, but now we got to divide. So what the fuck is going on? Um, And Kelly is that. Funny friend, consistently funny friend. And being the consistently funny friend can be exhausting. Like you're always on go. You're always ready to entertain. But on those moments where you're low vibrational energy, um, it can be conceived as, you know, you being vastly serious or um, sad. So I feel like the serious friend um, has a bit more complexities than the other friends. So when Kelly was wanting to, you know, feel that value after the damn school pronounced her ass dead. Like, can you imagine going back to homecoming and they're doing a memorial service for you? Like, how fucking awkward. And she tried to bear the moment as much as she could Um, until it just kind of like broke at her. Like, where is my value? Like, y'all are only mentioning things uh, that were funny. Like, I did something funny here. I did something funny there. But at my core, do y'all even recognize me? So when they did the round table memorial um, in the restaurant, I thought it was perfect because... And she got to get her flowers while she could still smell them. And what more powerful gift than to reassure your friend how much you care for them, how much you love for them, how much of a uh, MVP they are on your team. Like you got to let your people know how you feel about them because of course tomorrow is not promised, but you don't want to have someone second guessing your friendship or any relationship for that fact. I felt really good that, you know, Kelly felt seen at the end of the day, Um, which brings us on to Tiffany, like the real AKAs being upset with a fictional character for wearing their colors is probably going over my head. Uh, Because I thought it was a compliment. Like, it's a great organization. It's a great black organization. This is a great black show. Why can't they mix? When it comes to the fashion on the show, I feel like Tiffany and Molly don't miss. And they actually happen to be line sisters. Molly just didn't participate in dressing in Greek as much as Tiffany did on the show. So the backlash I felt like was unnecessary like as much as we preach and love black excellence we gotta see it on tv as well because it's given the foundation was looking for a check to be cut the letters were worn respectfully and in good taste but if you are greek because i am not and you have a better explanation feel free to at me because your girl loves to be checked Overall, I am ecstatic about this season. Um it is very triggering for my friends and I because it is so uh very relatable. It gives you friendship, trials, it gives you relationship issues, it gives you career issues. Like it's so relatable that we actually come together and say, "All right, do I how do I feel about watching this?" And I think it's great that we actually check in with ourselves to see if, you know, we're able to watch and appreciate the show at the time that we want to, um, because it is so relatable that it can make us question what we have going on in our day-to-day life. Like comparing relationships is easy. Nobody wants to be a fucking Issa and a Lawrence. Like even in their good times, he was like cringeworthy because you knew something was going to happen. And it did. Um, he is now a father to Condola Canola Oil's baby. Um, and I hope that it, you know, the show explores that more. I actually want the show to explore Issa's brother. That motherfucker is funny. (laughs) He always comes in on site. It's always Kelly. Um, But sometimes it's Issa, too. Like, he gives it to everybody, which is so funny. Like, I feel like his character needs to be seen more on the show. So somebody needs to start a petition so we can get more of them all. We want more of Issa's little brother. If you haven't had the chance to watch the show Queens, I definitely suggest you do so before continuing with this episode Uh, Again, I don't want no smoke for revealing spoilers. Uh, But if you have watched the show, come on in. Let's get into it because I love it. Um, I'm a big fan of Naughtery Naughton. I'm a big fan of Eve. Oh, my goodness. Brandy, the vocal Bible. I'm here for it. And Cameron... Cameron and Brandy's clips that I've seen on IG have been really refreshing. And I didn't even know that was content that I needed, but I'm grateful for it. Uh, so the characters flow like Naughty is, um, she's a preacher's kid. She's also like this minister type. Um, of course, the the group was very explicit. So they're now transitioning to what I consider... Uh, their more mature adult lives, and Shorty is gay. (laughs) Shorty is very gay and very struggling. Uh, We see that she has a girlfriend on the show while still married. She went up on the stage and confessed her love to her girlfriend. And it was so meaningful to her. I thought it was super sweet. Like, speaking your truth, living in your truth is huge. And for most women that happen to be married, they either do one of two things. They either bury it deep within the marriage and in their man and never explore it, or they're going to explore it while still married or they'll explore it uh, by getting divorced. So we see Notary's character, Jill, has made the initial step and now it seems like life is crashing around her. The church is giving her a hard time up until the last episode where she just made it clear that she wasn't going anywhere, that that was her partner, She is getting a divorce from her husband and she is a dope ass rapper all in one. Take it or leave it. And I feel like that's how we should approach life. Coming out is scary as hell um, because you stand a chance of losing friends. You stand a chance of losing family um, and you're still in the process of trying to find self. So you actually lose pieces of yourself as well. So we see in the show that in uh, the very early stages of their career, a young woman approaches Jill and asks her to go on a dinner date. Jill blasts off on the girl, calls her a freak, da-da-da-da. But I am here to tell you that women that like women have a gaydar. There is something that, (laughs) there is something that I can pick up on in another woman. That finds me attractive. Like if I had a satellite radar that pinged when another, you know, lesbian woman or bisexual woman was in close proximity to me, that motherfucker would be pinging off. Like I, <laughs> I could just feel, I could just feel the energy. And it's not necessarily something where they're just pursuing me. I could just, I just know that they're there. Um, So... The young lady picked that shit up on for Jill. Jill blasted off on her. Years later, we flash forward to Jill in a relationship with a woman. So I'm very interested in how the storyline is going to play out as far as Jill goes. uh, Because it's giving a very realistic approach. Um, Which brings us into Eve. Like Eve's character which is Professor Sex. Come on, Eve. (laughs) Eve is giving us bars. She is giving us Paul's own titty tattoo. Like, EVE. Eve's flip side is being a mom, is being a wife of a family, and also being the head of household financially. So you see the complexities of her trying to raise a family, And you also see that there's infidelity there. Not only is there infidelity there with her walking in on her husband cheating, and the fact that she went and took an extra step to get lingerie showed that she was trying to increase the spice within her marriage. And she comes home and this dude is cheating on her. It was giving very much Sheila going up that mountain to save her marriage with Mike and why did I get married then Mike turned around and laughed at Sheila (laughs) Mike did not have to laugh at Sheila in that lingerie and say she looked like she was glowing she should have like she should have smashed him in the head with that bottle at that point but as women we learn differently we interpret differently so post seeing him cheating, she found out that, you know, he has cancer. He done already had the surgery for cancer. Now, bro, I don't even remember cheating on her. So she's in a tough pickle of trying to decide to leave someone that she know they fucking cheated, even if they don't know that they cheated. Because uh, it's still a memory that she's going to have. So that's a tough situation to be in. On top, she's still trying to pursue a career. Like Eve got a lot going on on her plate. I probably won't even cover uh Butter pecan. I'm not a fan of her character. I don't like snaky bitches. But for the sake for the sake of this episode, uh she is the the character who inserted herself into the group. Uh, giving very much J-Lo, and she fucked them over. Um, Her and the manager fucked the girls over as far as their contracts. She was still getting paid. The other girls were not getting paid. She went on to become some type of news anchor uh, and established herself as higher than the other girls in the group. And then she did some type of vindictive uh, act against one of her coworkers. Bitch lost her job. And now she's crawling back to the group trying to make things work. Oh, I miss my friends. Oh, when we're on the stage together, it feels so right. No, bitch, you need a check. So that's where I'm at with Butter Pecan's character. Maybe her character will grow on me. Mm, probably not. Um, but we have we have Brandy Brandy Norwood the vocal bible baby giving notes and harmony to the show raw notes and raw harmony to this show I'm a super fan like Brandy is that girl Brandy is your favorite singer favorite singer and Anytime I mention Brandy, I'm gonna give her flowers because she has not dropped an album yet that I didn't love. And she's Whitney Houston's favorite, and Whitney Houston is my favorite. So, like, it all makes sense to me. Can't even forget that my girl is rapping, she's giving bars. And if you're not a super fan of Brandy like myself, then you will not know that she has an alter ego that occasionally jumps on tracks, uh, for her own songs called brand new. Um, so I've been new, I've been known that Brandy could rap. It's not a shocker to me. I'm here for it. Like my girl is multi-talented. Um, but they made her character, Naomi, so messy, like she has (laughs) an, She has an extreme temper. She done swung off on Butter Pecan already for stealing her man back in the day. Uh, She has a daughter. The daughter doesn't know who her father is. And right now, the show is hinting that the father is Cameron. So I'm interested in seeing how the relationship is going to develop between Cameron and Naomi. Uh because he's already, you know, shown that he's brought them out on stage under him. He's trying to sign Naomi to a label, but the conflicting factor is it is that she signs with him. Then she will not be able to be with the nasty bitches, and she gotta be with the nasty bitches, cause them the girls we have all of that with an additional character who is basically like a this generation type version of what they used to be, kind of like a Flo Milli sweetie type character with you know bright wigs, long nails, great beat of makeup consistently. And she's in the industry full of men who want to have her presentation, but not necessarily the integrity of her character. So she's struggling with doing blow, as the show puts it. Um, And that's something that her and Jill have in common. So she's under kind of like a mentorship uh, from Jill, uh, and she's giving her real life advice. So the show is giving a lot, in my opinion. It's showing the village. It's showing marital issues. It's showing living your truth. It's showing chasing your dreams. Um, And I'm here for it all. It is still spooky season, and I know the girls need a little push in the department, so let's get into it. Because when it comes to a shot, I'm going to shoot it. (laughs) I consider sliding into someone's DMs exciting. Um, This is also coming from someone that doesn't necessarily meet strangers. If you go out with me, I will be talking to various people. And a lot of the times it's the energy I attract because I'm actually just friendly until I'm not friendly. And I blame that shit on being 30. Mood swings are a bitch like these episodes will rarely go over 30 minutes because that's the maximum time I have for a conversation unless I'm trying to get some ass so whether your goal <laughs> whether your goal is to get the draws or to simply have a conversation or you think this person is your person person I'm here to help. So I have a few tips that I feel like that are helpful. I have friends that are shy or just would rather not as a fear of rejection. Um, And you really have to own who you are and let that confidence build up and seep out because you get a better quality of booze when you go after what you want instead of waiting like a fisherman for whatever to come into your net. Um, Fear rejection is a bitch. I avoid her by doing my homework. Uh, Men suck at this. Men suck at doing their homework. The homework involves doing the research independently before approaching said individual. You should acquire as much information about them as you possibly can Without doing a deep dive. So like the very surface information. Are they single? Are they married? Are they divorced? Are they separated? All of those play into a factor. You don't want to DM slide on somebody that's already taken. And they just pass the phone over to their partner. And you get in a very, very nasty ass response with pictures. I've seen it happen. It ain't cute. I'm very heavy on the homework. The homework is going to indicate whether or not your shot is going to be a wet-ass jumper. Um, Because you need to know if this person has interest in you, or are you just a wild card that just came out of nowhere? Um, Or have y'all been flirting casually, and neither one of you have taken the initial step to be direct? Like all of this plays into a factor of whether or not you're even going to be comfortable enough to do a DM slot on them. But now that you've gained, but now that you've gained the confidence and you have your homework, it's time to shoot our shot. An official shot. Not liking all their pictures or retweeting all their tweets or even hearting their stories a thousand fucking times. I'm talking about an official shot into a DM with more words and more emojis that you've used prior to now. Um the most popular opportunity outside of a dating app is after a picture has been posted. Like you get a lot of traction after you post a bomb ass picture. And with all of that, you know, traction following that bomb ass picture, Your DM stands a chance to just fall into the crowd Um, unless you guys have already created that rapport where they can look at their DMs and say, oh, it's you. I'm going to respond, not oh, it's another motherfucker that just liked my ass. (laughs) But you stand a chance of being less genuine when you follow a picture Um, But you can still have great success depending on the rapport um, and how well they receive you. However, shooting your shot on a regular-ass day, I do recommend a 10 out of 10 um, because we're all adults now. We're casually going through life, paying bills, being responsible, trying to stay afloat and shit. You get a ding, and it's someone just complimenting your character, like, that's nice. That's a lot more uh, acceptable and receivable um, than someone just commenting on your physical features. However, if you are as spicy as I am, You're going to mention the physical features and you're going to mention the physical features and compliment their character all in the one. And I mean, I love, I love to make a black woman blush. Making a black woman blush is literally one of my favorite things to do. And I can probably attest that, you know, God put it in me. To highlight the very fine features that he has bestowed on these amazing, amazing women, so here I am um heavy in the comment section on Twitter, because Rich loves it when a woman will skip past two hundred men and respond to her, because yes, bitch, my comment was the best. <laughs> And I gave you all the glamour of my game because that outfit or the lack of outfit was superb and I'm here for it. And I'ma let you know because you really have to balance being direct with giving gems of your personality. Like playing on your personality while in the comment section or in the DMs shooting your shot is gonna be your best asset. Because you are you and your authenticity is going to shine because it's easy to spot everybody who's acting and appearing like everybody else. But when you have an individual who approaches you with a certain energy, you got to appreciate it because they literally arrive to you as themselves. Now you can politely decline or you can move forward and see, you know, just how far this shooting of shot can go. But above all, use your personality as your, you know, I said before, your best asset and have fun. Um, these people on the other end of that DM cannot make or break you. It does not have to be as fearful as some make it out to be, um, um, and at the end of the day, we are just trying to curate a life that we want for ourselves. So if that DM is standing in between you and knocking boots with someone who you think is fine as fuck, shoot that shot. And if it's someone that you want to get to know better on a more personal and long term level, shoot that shot as well. But while we're shooting shots, we also have to keep in mind that just because we shoot, it does not guarantee it will go in. Even with all the homework that we have done, there is still a risk. And with that risk, if your DM shot is not received well and in the most positive lighting, do not, I repeat, do not go outside and start backfiring and trying to dismantle the character of this individual because your shot didn't go in because that's lame as fuck. Just go on to the next DM or, you know, sit your ass on a bench for a minute and collect yourself, <laughs> But do not go into these people's DMs, and when they don't respond to you the way that you want them to, you backlash on them. That's not cool. Because then it can start to give a harassing energy, and when it starts to get there, it's not cool at all, like repeatedly messaging someone and they're not responding to you. Harassment repeatedly commenting and liking someone's pictures and they're not acknowledging you at all. Um, We just got to make sure that we're not out here just making ourselves, you know, look extremely vulnerable and extremely thirsty when it don't have to be that. Uh, If someone is not interested in in you, like, just move on. Like, there's plenty of motherfucking fish in the sea throw your rod back out there, catch another fish, dribble your ball again, shoot another shot, bitch. It is still fucking cuffing season. It is still a variety, a vast variety of individuals who want you. Don't focus all of your energy on one specific person who has blatantly stated they have no interest in you. And that's okay. It's not a deal breaker. It has nothing to do with your personality. You should not start to pick yourself apart. Like being able to bounce back from rejection is the real play of shit. Like, all right, that shot didn't go in. Let me move on and collect myself so that I can, you know, move forward. For today's episode, we covered Insecure, we covered Queens, we covered shooting our shots. So I want to see y'all in them DMs, airing that bitch out, like the dude in the red car that was coming for Ricky, like pew, 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 all of that. <laughs> Be sure to find something in your day today that is going to make you smile, whether that is you know shooting your shot or loving on your loved ones or eating something that you enjoy eating. I am rich. This is energy. Till next time. Keep it playing.